I'm back for another What's Good episode. I'm here with Jordan. Jordan, how are you doing? Beautiful. Hey, how are you doing? for us to get here, but I'm glad that you were able to join me. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Now, on this segment, this is called What's Good. I got to ask, of course, what's good with you. How's your mental health? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Um, Yeah, just blossoming like a tree. Like a big, and that's the good part that you're working. We were talking earlier that you know a lot of artists they really want to be able to go out and do those shows. And the pandemic is ending now, you all. There's no excuse mm-hmm. for you all not to be out there working. Now they call you the Guyanese pop princess because you are originally from Guyana. Yeah. So how has the support been from the people of Guyana, even though you make like pop music, but you still rep where you're from? Um, the support's been great, honestly. Um. I love my people. They love me. And I actually have my first show next week in Guyana. Really? Yeah. Really? I'm opening up for Spice, so it's going to be very lit at the Cricket Carnival. Um, are you an emotional person? Do you think you're going to tear up before you like go on stage? No, nah, I ain't going to tear up. But probably yeah. afterward, I'll, I'll definitely cry because like, every time you accomplish a milestone, it's just like, whew, you know? That really is going back. I always I see that you're a fan of Nicki Minaj too, girl. I'm an OG Barb, and I remember she went back to Trinidad for her people. It's just like when you go back home, it's like, yeah, I made it. It's kind of inspirational for everybody else to see. Okay, I can do it. You can do it as well. Now we are out of a pandemic. How do you utilize your time during the pandemic? Like, did you focus in the studio, go to rehearsal, or did you just kind of feel like, okay, I'm a chill? I've stayed working the whole pandemic. I didn't even know we was in a pandemic. It actually, like, it, it actually, no, seriously, like, besides, like, just putting the mask on, that was, like, the only thing different about my life. Actually, I got busier in the pandemic. So I do a lot of TV and film stuff, and, you know, TV shows and movies is, like, only thing that people watch now, like, every day. Mm-hmm. So um, I got in that field a lot. Um, then just kept on my grind and then I'm working on my deluxe drop love songs about nobody and then yeah in the pen- oh, I didn't and that's a break that's a break that you made too because I think I probably was my busiest too like a lot of people were doing interviews people was at home mm-hmm. wanting to keep up with you artists so I feel like that was the time as a creative or artist no matter what you do that was grind time like if you know you got through the pandemic like there's no excuse now now that we're out of it now, take me back to when you were a kid. Like, what some of your musical inspirations were? Like, who were you listening to back then? Uh, definitely um, Beyonce, oh, yes. uh, One Direction, um, <laughs> uh, Aaliyah, Minnie Rupertin, Prince, um, Stevie Wonder. I always listened to, like, a lot of Enrique Iglesias, like, like my music yeah. selection is like broad so i've listened to like everything coming up as a kid 
Yeah. And you know what? I just told another artist that I think it's important for artists to expand their genres because you never heard that saying where they say some artists' music sound the same. And I think it's because they don't really have a wide range of variety. You know, you don't have to be a nerd to like enjoy, you know, One Direction. I mean, One Direction, they were doing big things out here. I love me some One Direction. Now, your latest project, Love Songs About Nobody, was released in 2021. Now, I'm a girly girl myself. I related to a lot of the songs. So what was the inspiration behind the title and the way you titled a lot of the songs? Um, I wrote the title down when I was a kid, and then I just decided to stay with that. I have, like, a notebook of it, like, all these song titles and stuff. I was like, you know, that's a really hard title. Um, And then I was like, okay. And then all the other songs, like, Rowdy... My mom thinks I need anchor management, so I've got inspiration <laughs> for that. Lustful um, <laughs> uh, desires, just like wanting, oops, wanting worldly possessions, like fast cars and sexy women and stuff. I, I was watching, um, I think it was some like indie cartoon, and like I was just like got inspired by that. And it made it toxic. I literally like. I deal with a lot of fake people, a lot of people that are just like inge- like disingenuine, especially in this industry. So like, girl, don't even get that. I live in Atlanta. I live in Atlanta, so I feel yeah. like Atlanta's probably. I don't know. I'm gonna LA or Atlanta. Which one is more shadier? The only difference is I feel like Atlanta is small, so you keep running into the same shady people like at every event. <laughs> like in LA, you probably like you see one person, and it's probably like, when's the chance you're gonna see them at another event? So I get it. So how do you actually stay like focused, knowing that you have to navigate in this industry, you have to network, but still not getting caught in the fake shit, if you know what I mean? Um, honestly, like I just allow God to guide my steps. Like I be at the right place at the right time. A lot of the situations mm-hmm. in my life is just like bumping into people like your net your network is your net worth so like i like to keep mm-hmm. a good relationship with a lot of people um but i'm out the way like i'm not in the mix too much like i'm in my own world so that's how i stay out the the drums and all that stuff just you go home after the performance because i'm the type of person i dip out you know i don't let it stay i always say trouble's always at the end i dip out for anything ends definitely so let's go ahead and ask you a few questions now. They're more fun to get to know you a little better. So your song Toxic on the album. Um, give me five toxic traits about a person that's a turnoff for you. Um, narcissist, um, mm-hmm. mean, mm-hmm. Uh, rude, and anybody that is uh what is that word? <sighs> Trying to think of the word. I forgot the word, but it's on tip of my tongue. But them as well. That's really the five toxic traits. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and join. Sorry to ask you. I think my five toxic traits are narcissists too. A lot of narcissists, um, people who are shallow um, as well. People that are. Mm, selfish i hate selfish people mm-hmm. and fourth uh another person is people who are not genuine to themselves and in this industry unfortunately that we're going to run into a lot of people like that next your song prices had a mission behind it that you are priceless you can't be bought 
and you are making your own corn, taking your own trips. What's your most thirstiest interaction someone has ever did to get your attention? Oh. <laughs> Uh, um, damn, that's a hard one. It's, it's hard to think of. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot. Honestly, honestly, that's a hard one. When they made you like walk away and be like, okay, that was creepy. Ooh, a lot of times at like the beauty supply store. <laughs> oh, that's the one, right? So the beauty, what happens at the beauty supply store? Um. Well, like, I, I think the best stuff at the Beast Spy store are the ones that's in the hood. I don't like the Beast Spy stores that are, like, don't really got the good stuff. So, it just be, like, mm-hmm. intense. There. Oh, yeah, I know. They follow you around. Yeah. yeah. It, it makes you, it, it, I think it's to the point now where a lot of us, like, we can just order things online. Like, Amazon has most of them. It's a little more expensive, but in reality, at least you don't have to deal with people following you around. And mm-hmm. that's... When you are not working, what's one thing you do to help you relax? Um, meditate and just like, yeah, work out or go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you're a busy girl. That makes sense. So next, being pretty, people sometimes can think that pretty privilege comes with it. How would you respond to critics who haven't taken the time to actually get to know you and know everything that you've done? Because you've been acting and writing for a very long time. And I think a lot of people seem to forget that about you. You're not just somebody that just popped up in the industry. Like You've been doing this for a long time. So how would you respond to critics who think that about you? Honestly, ah, like I'm dealing with that now because like, just because you have like you're just not finding out about me doesn't mean like I haven't been on my shit this whole time. Mm-hmm. So like I honestly don't like to defend myself too much in that matter because like I'm new to them. But um, the pretty privileged thing I like trump that by just being like authentic and true to myself and being hard. Like I don't really care about what anybody got to say about it. You know? I, what's wrong with being pretty? <laughs> yeah, to- like said that on Twitter. I was like, I don't really understand what's wrong with being pretty. And then these days you can't even, like, say, I look good. Because when you say, I look good, everybody around you automatically hears that you're saying that they're ugly. When you didn't <laughs> say that, all you said was, I look like good. That makes no sense to me. Now, okay, towards the end of the interview, alright? So your video priceless, I mean, it has over a million views now, like, we're going to manifest something that you want for yourself to happen by the time next year. I'm real big on manifestation. I feel like if you say it, it's going to come true. Definitely. Me too. Um, def- like consecutive number ones. Like I want to be on the chart longer than anybody's ever been on the chart. Like I just saw that, not the artist, but they were on the charts for like 268 weeks. I'm really aiming for like 300 in. 89 weeks. <laughs> yeah, I can see that happening. Like, yeah. Rihanna's album, Auntie, is still like on the charts after all yeah. these. And I think it's possible as well, too. Like, your last project, I can definitely see that being a billboard hit, just the way the song selection was. And I'm very big on the way a album or EP is set up. I think from the intro to the last song, I think it was a great great rollout now what do you have coming out for the rest of 2022 because we are at the end of the year girls yeah. what can we expect from you give us a 401 um i'm dropping like 
three more videos. Uh, I have a movie soundtrack dropping. Uh, Vampire Academy just actually released the TV show on Peacock. I did some of the soundtrack for that. So, yeah, I'm doing a lot of TV and film things. And then, really, I'm just gearing up for 2023 as well. But the deluxe is coming before the end of the year. Can we expect any great features? You got any surprise features? You can, you know. Yeah, actually, but I can't really talk about it anymore. So yeah. I, just, I always try to get that out of y'all. I gotta stop doing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Well, that's exciting also. So, you know, we towards the end of the interview. I know you're a busy lady, but thank you so much, Jordan, for being on here. I'm glad to talk with you. And when you have your next project, let's catch up again and do some more Instagram lives so your fans can interact. Thank you. Thank you so much. You have a good night.